To which I kindly pointed out, that isn't a clavicle. It's not even a bone. Damn cast. Nerdy news, geeky gossip, shit that's fit to occupy your time, because what else are you going to listen to now you're commuting back to work? Music? The news? Fuck that shit. Is that a podcast? Probably. If not, <laughs> I think it's time for a rebrand. Uh, I'm uh, Chris uh, Brains Johnson. I'm not actually here. <laughs> it's been a week. It's, uh, been, it's, it's been, been, it, yeah, it has. Stuff's, stuff's happened. That's how time moves in a progressive linear fashion. Time is, <laughs> is like a river. Um, it's just gone down. Flat circle. Jobs have ended. Jobs have begun. Jobs have ended. Uh, jobs have been applied for. It'd be nice to get some work yeah. in November, um, and uh, and uh, and uh, and I've been moving this room around. We're we're, we're in my office. And yeah, I'm so confused. There's sort of a ladder with shit on it, and I came in and I thought it was in a different house. I mean, you didn't. You you knew it was this house. Shut up! Stop! Don't destroy the illusion. What the illusion that we have something worthwhile to say? <laughs> hey, speaking of content. Hey, hey, we've got worthwhile things to say. Do we? We've got to talk about. Oh. The Met Gala, Rick, the Rick and Morty finale. Oh, okay. No, we're not talking about the Met Gala. Uh, that's for visual medium. Um, we, uh, bought Lil Nas X's outfit uh, though. Um, Crity TV was the first just, thing that came to mind. Just <laughs> our kid is on point all the time. You gotta love him. Um, he didn't understand the assignment. He snuck into the classroom the night before, deleted the teacher's original file, and rewrote a new assignment. <laughs> That's what happened. I know what you want. Uh, so, <laughs> we have also got to talk about the latest. Hootf! Got a, we got a Shang-Chi email to catch up from last week as well. We do indeed. Um, and another Marvel thing. Oh god, they're talking about Marvel again. Another Marvel thing. Um, the Hawkeye trailer. Yes. There's a trailer for Hawkeye, the limited series. There's a trailer for Hawkeye, the limited series, based on Hawkeye, the limited, limited series. series by Matt Fraction. They're just doing the Matt Fraction and Niger run. But let's get into that. Let's get into that. Yes, let's do that one first. Um, so, um, I mean, they're quickly riding his family out of the storyline in, yeah, in a way that doesn't feel like they're being casually tossed aside. Like in a, I'm glad so something dangerous is happening, so I need you guys to get out of town for a bit while I deal with this. It's going to be I'm okay. glad they didn't put them in the car and then blow the car up. Yeah. yeah. I was half expecting them to do that. I was thinking, no, don't, don't, don't. And they didn't. No, 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 no. Well, what's kind of nice from, it seems from this trailer, the setup is dude went around for five years Killing mobsters mm. during the events of uh, Endgame. Yeah. And, like, that's a trail of murder. Trail you of... did a murder. You did several murders. Clint, you committed many murders. Almost like there's going to be consequences for those murders. Well, those consequences weren't just him being like, no, let me let me sacrifice myself on Vormir because I have to atone for my sins. It's like, no, 
you get to live now. You get to live and be with your family. And it looks like he's spending every minute he possibly can with them and having the best time. Yeah, until he gets caught for his multiple murders. Yeah, well, that's the thing too, isn't it? It's like, what what police officer, realistically, after the events of the snap, would go to the lengths of being like, yeah, we're going to have to bring you in. They'd be like, this guy got rid of most organised crime during the snap. Like, It's a very Punisher-friendly outlook. It is. And it's so it's extra weird that the premise is, someone on the news is seen wearing his Ronin outfit. Someone is dressed as the Ronin. So he suppose, goes to I deal with publicly, it. publicly no one knew he was Ronin. No, but they knew that there was someone like that yeah. going around. So someone else has taken up sort of the mantle. And, it's Echo, isn't it? Uh, well, no, it's Kate Bishop. Is it? That's Kate Bishop, isn't it? That's Haley Steinfeld. No, Kate yeah. Bishop is the is the Hawkeye fangirl. But I think the person who is who is Oh being, I missed uh, a trick there. I think it's Echo. I, I think they're introducing Echo in this. Yeah, Echo is in here. Because um, news that sort of slipped under the radar like earlier this year <sighs> is that Echo's getting a spin off series. Yeah. I'm like Huh? Can we not see her first? Like establish her? So Wait, what? Right, I could on. be wrong. What family? What what sort of comic family group does Echo mostly Daredevil. belong to? Daredevil. Okay, right. Well, that the plot thickens there in terms of intertwining concepts because do you know who liked an awful lot of Hawkeye related tweets yesterday when the trailer came out? Um, Daredevil. Yeah, but to be fair. He wasn't paying attention to his phone. He was just only description. Yeah, they didn't have any on on Jeremy Renner's Twitter. um, Vincent D'Onofrio. Sorry, I'm just going to take a big deep breath. Ah! Yeah. Yeah. Now, keeping in mind as well, one of the main stars of this show, at least as far as we're aware of now, is going to be uh, Florence Pugh. Um, yes, of course. Who we don't see in this trailer, and the internet got angry about. And I'm like, unless Calm she's down. Ronin, uh, wasn't when he pulled off the thing. Oh, of course. Yeah. But but Florence Pew 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 being in it, you think okay, so that's that's the big name. The big names that they keep saying that are in this series are Jeremy Renner, Haley Steinfeld, and Florence Pugh. Haley Steinfeld doesn't Steinfeld. Not Seinfeld. Felt great. She's not a 90s sitcom. Um, what is the deal with being Spider-Gwen and Kate Bishop? <laughs> um, <laughs> and owning Bumblebee. What um, is the deal with my unreasonably young girlfriend? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, may be, I may or may not be a pederast. Anyway, uh, I mean, he went to prom with his girlfriend. <laughs> it was weird then and it's still weird now. He was in his late 30s. The point is, the point is... Um, Jesus Christ, we got off, we got off on it. Everyone in Hollywood's a pedophile tangent really quickly there, didn't we? Mm. Um, uh, don't worry, there'll be more of that. Uh, so, yeah, uh, uh, what's not to say that there aren't more surprises contained within the series? Always more surprises. Especially when it looks like it's mostly taking place in New York. So, if you're going to have a kingpin of crime of sorts, I mean, mm. you've got one. You've got one ready, waiting, and cast, and you know continuity um, status of the Netflix shows aside, you've got a damn fine actor in a role that people thought was like the best MCU villain. So true, true. maybe maybe bring him back. I don't know. That's all uh, speculation, so but it's got me excited. I double checked. Echo is in Hawkeye. Yeah. Uh, well, she's credited as Maya Lopez. Um, That's Echo, played by Alakwa Cox. What a great name, Malacqua Cox. See, the problem is when I said it, it sounded naughty. 
When you say most things, it sounds naughty. Oh. Oh. Stop it, you. Oh. Anyway, um, series. I think it looks fun. Uh, they're really leaning into the Christmas angle and setting in the trailers. They're really just straight up recreating set pieces from the Fraction Nigra run, which mm. I've not got a problem with. I mean, the poster for fuck's sake. I'm just hoping that Fraction and Nigra are getting properly reimbursed. They're not. They're not. Getting properly Correct. reimbursed Bloody for the writers use of never their do. Work. They just yeah. get like a special thanks to credit at mm. the end of the, the whole thing. Because um, like the whole car chase sequence. Mm. With the choosing the arrows, mm-hmm. and uh, no, that one's too dangerous. That is from like issue yep. three. Yep. We also have a certain canine companion. Look at so, yeah, the um, the tracksuit bros and the fucking logo for the series. Yeah, it's it's the it's the Dave Agile logo. Yeah, it's it's just basically if you're if you're excited for this and you can't wait for November, uh, get yourself to a comic store or get on the Marvel Unlimited app and uh, seven day free trial. Not sponsored, but you know they want it. Just and, uh, have it. Yeah, just have it. Do you remember I told you when I got Marvel Limited the other week, I wanted to get the package, but you can't because be in the US. Well, it's refreshing to the next version of that package soon. Uh, so the Spider-Man fangirl outfit, Ms. Marvel's going away. And the next figure is like even cooler. It's it's Pirate Shadowcat. Oh. The little smirking Lockheed and everything. You need to eat hot and pox. I do. Is it on the Marvel Unlimited app? Pox and Pox and Docs, yes. Not sponsored, but I will be reading it. Uh, um, it it's, every, it's everything up to the last three months. Has it moved up? It's three months behind now, yeah. Shit off. Is that with the update the other week? No, that's been happening. Because they did year. an update last week where now you can download an unlimited number of issues based on your device's memory instead of just like 12 issues. No, it happened last year, that. Oh my god. Um, oh my god. Dude. Oh shit. Oh, I'm going to read so much fucking Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, yeah. Uh, uh, Hawkeye looks fun. If you want to get a taste of what this series is going to be like, in the meantime, go read it. The Matt uh, Fraction, oh. My Life as a Weapon, uh, as the first story arc. Go read it. It's good. It's the book that turned me around on Matt Fraction, because I really didn't like Matt Fraction for a long time. Well, uh, and then it's... I read that, and I was like, no, he's actually really good. Yeah, I mean, I was okay with Matt Fraction but he I, I think he was uh, he was put on some series that didn't suit his style um, Invincible Iron Man Fantastic Four Thor I absolutely yeah. hate Fear Itself as an event I think it's fucking I don't mind Fear awful itself. I think it's so so bad and that was when, when you were like you've got to read Hawkeye I was like do I have to yes I've read so much of this guy's stuff and I hate it no you actually do have to read Hawkeye okay, it's required great. reading it is great um, it's pretty fucking good it's, it's damn sharp he's a mortal iron fist that he co-wrote with Ed Brubaker is very good as well yeah I read those is that Marvel new or different no it's the old one it's who did the new or different one, one? I'm not sure oh. uh, I know that um, David Walker did Power Man who? and Iron Fist David Walker am I getting his name right he did Power Man and Iron Fist oh from from all new all different yes, yes that was, I read the first like five good. of that and that was really really uh, good David Walker and Sanford Green I believe that was which was very good we like comics in case you're wondering um, just in case you're stuck at all we like we like, we like comic books speaking David of S. Walker while, while you look that up oh yeah that sounds right that name sounds right anyway speaking of comic bukes while you look that up um over on HBO Max, yet another thing is coming out that we in the UK have no idea when we're going to be able to enjoy it. Mm. They're releasing a series of Batman audio dramas onto HBO Max. Okay, starring... Not quite sure, because I don't know if they released the official cast list as of this recording, but in the teaser trailer that they put out, Gordon sounds like Jeffrey Wright, and Batman sounds like Deirdre Bader. 
and they're going right. they're going for a like more fantastical kind of radio serial vibe. It is David Walken, by the way. I was right first time. Hey, um, which I'm I'm happy about, happy for, but I feel like that's as much as I can talk about it, considering yet again, it's an HBO Max thing with no plans for release outside of the US. Why do we get? Why would we get nice things? Why would we get nice things? We're dirty, dirty people who We're... need to be cleansed and don't deserve nice things. Oh God! I want to be pure. Oh God! Um, Jesus H. Christ! Get that dirty hair off here. Um, presto, presto, you're bald. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, it's a month to Chucky. One month till Chucky. Yeah, well, a little over when you hear this, but yeah, the Chucky limited series again. No idea how we're gonna get no. to watch over it, which upsets me to no end since yeah, it was the on only interesting thing to Amazon come out of Prime add-on channel, like fucking the stand was. I will take whatever free trial I need to binge it and get it in my eyes. Yeah. I'll do it. I want I want I want me some chucky. I'll put it this way, we didn't keep uh Shudder. <laughs> we 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 didn't keep the uh the stars play after we were finished watching the stand. Yeah. You're like, do you um, know what? Maybe we will keep this around Ezra Miller starts acting. Ah, do you know what? No. I think I think we can burn this to the ground. Yeah, we don't need to do this ever again. Let's not do this. At all. Do you know what we, we... You know what you should never do ever again either? Uh, cross the streams. Where are you going with this segue? I don't know. Oh, okay. You just straight, you asked, you, you just straight no. up busting makes yeah. you feel good. It, well, yeah. <laughs> Considering the next two things we're going to talk about will have spoilers in them, I think we're going to go in order of most accessible. So... Most accessible. Uh, does that, that work? No, no relation to I. If you live in the UK, you have access to uh, all four, so you don't have to pay any extra to go watch the thing we're about to talk about, which is the Rick and Morty two-part season finale. You lucky people! You lucky little bastards! You lucky little shit! You little dreams! Um, yeah, the do we have the t- episode titles for uh, series I will pull five, them up episode nine and ten? Underbe. Unch But long story short, uh, Rick gets sick of Morty shit. Pulls out a wheel of... Uh, yeah, because Morty's like retroactively fixing a lot of Rick's issues and questing on his own um, out of hours. Rick finds out, pulls out a wheel of choices of things that will be better than Morty. Selects two crows, and the rest of that episode is... is well, it's just that. It's it's two crows. It's just yeah. two crows. It's, well, the A plot is, is Morty gets portal gun juice on his palm. And can suddenly see the other end of a portal. So the first part of this two-part finale is called Forgetting Sarek Mortal. Oh, Jesus Christ. And they are sticking to this now. Uh, I love that, like, the first two series, that's just every other episode they do a Rick or Morty put in the in the title. And then, like, series three was like, no, they're all just going to have Rick and or Morty in the title somewhere. And the... For, for, forget... What is it? Forgetting, forgetting Sarek, Sarek Mortal. Fucking hell. And the, the last episode is called Rick Mirai Jack. Yeah, no, yeah. So far, yeah. so in season five, we've had Mort Dinner Rick Andre. That's <laughs> the one with them. Yeah, uh, Mr. Nimbus. Mr. Nimbus. Uh, Mortiplicity. Yeah, yeah. A, a Rick Convenient Mort. Uh, which one's that one? That's the Plantina one. Right, okay, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Rick Dependent Spray. <laughs> That's the sperm one. A Morty Can Rick Feety. <laughs> Rick okay. and Morty's Thanksploitation Spectacular. That's the one with the turkeys. Okay, yeah. Got Gotron Jerisis Rick Vangelion. (laughs) 
Ricturnal Friendshine of the Spotless Mort. Yeah, okay, sure. Begetting Seric, Mortral, and yeah. Ryjack. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, forgetting Seric Mortral. Forgetting Seric Mortral. Uh, is, uh, yeah, it, it's it's just a fun idea. The idea that, like, Morty meets someone who apparently used to adventure with his grandpa because they're on the other side of a portal to each other. But where's the portal? In the guy's thigh. Where's the portal on Morty? In his palm. Because? Because he drops the portal yep. on his palm. Yeah. So... Do they take that to its logical conclusion? Yes. Yes, yeah. Because it's Rick and Morty. Yeah. Um, but again, like, I like episodes like that where they just kind of suggest that Rick has... I mean, we know he's had a long life, but they suggest that, oh, God, you're not the first. Like, you're just his grandson. That's the only thing that makes you unique. Like, mm. he's absolutely screwed over other people's lives in the past. And, and especially this guy who may or may not already have been deranged or has become deranged I because of his time spent in, in an asylum, yeah. essentially. It doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't matter. But it's fun. None of this plot matters. No. Which the show keeps saying to us continuously. Canon doesn't matter. Continuity doesn't matter. Last series, we obviously had the uh, the one on the train. The, yeah. Um, the, 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 the fiction. Um, it runs on plot. Runs on plot. Uh, which was brilliantly scripted and fantastic, yes. like dissection of story tropes and everything. Very smart. But then you have this bit where you see like the future, and it's like the final stand, final battle for everybody. Yeah. Including like Tammy and Phoenix person, and Phoenix technically the first person. appearance of Phoenix person after the end credit reveal that he exists. Yes. Um, and and evil Morty leading an army of Ricks and all this sort of stuff, and you're like, okay, and then they make a point in that episode of saying that canon doesn't really matter and it's a lot of bullshit and if you invest too much in it you're wasting your time. Yes. So it was kind of a nice statement of, oh, they're, they're saying that, look, if we want to tell a story about it, we will. If we don't, shut the fuck up yeah. and sit down and don't stop bothering us. But then that series ended with a Phoenix person story with Tammy that also tied up the plot of if Beth left Earth or the clone left Earth or whatever. Like, So what they like to do is go, do you know what, we do have a story for that, but... yeah. We'll, we'll do it at some point it's they, fine they do like to say you know what fuck it here's um, what you want now uh, fuck you for wanting it and what's it called Sam Rick Rye Jack uh, Sam Rick Jack Sam Rick Jack Sam Rick Jack then does this right. ten times over because yes. we oh, finally no, Rick Mariah Rick Mariah Jack Rick Mariah Jack we finally get a resolution to the Atlantis episode Rick Lantis Whatever the the, the 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 Citadel of Rick's episode. You go back to the Citadel. It runs on like it runs on cannon. Yeah, which again is like oh, it's a throwaway joke. Yeah. But then the president, there's a mention. Of, oh, Morty's president, and then the president wants to meet them, and I'm sat there going, "Oh fuck, they're actually following it up." At which point, Rick Rick becomes increasingly annoyed that they are being drawn into the literal plot. Yeah, he fucking hates it. He hates it, but then it turns out to be really intriguing. Yeah. And it's like, God damn it, guys. Pick one, but also feel I... free to flip-flop as much as you want because I enjoy the ideas you put on on display. I would be perfectly happy if that was the last episode of Rick and Morty. Red Dwarf Series 8 styling. I think on a cliffhanger. it would be an... Not even a cliffhanger. I think it's just an excellent point to end it. Yeah, I feel you. I mean, it's not. We're getting like another four seasons. I know, but... but... yeah. If twer, <laughs> well, the twer's are simple. Then, and just the idea as well that like we get the reveal finally that yeah that that, that flashback of Rick's past mm. that we thought was real then it's revealed in the same episode starts so to be fake out to trick the the bugs. It's like no, it's real. 
it's flat out real. Another yeah. Rick from the future gets involved in Rick's business, or another Rick from another dimension gets involved in Rick's business. Beth and his wife did die. Yeah. Um, and then he fucks off and goes looking for that other guy, and we get some not so subtle Blade Runner homages. Because and... there was a line a couple of episodes ago, which was just like skimmed over really quickly, of like, oh, uh, what are you what are you gonna do? Make a clone of your dead daughter? Mm. And Bobby and Keith were like, oh, yeah, we. It's in, it's in the bird person episode, yeah, because the one with his memories. memories, and it's like, huh, okay. Because then what we learn is also like the the stories with him and Bird Person were real, like yeah. that battle and everything. That's completely genuine and all that's real. And by the end of it, he goes home eventually. Well, he he, he finds the council at the Citadel of Ricks. Yeah. He kills them all, or most of them. Then some form of peace is brokered, which leads to no, the Council of Ricks. He kills yeah. most of them, which leads to him co-creating the Citadel. Yeah. Mostly so they'll just leave him the fuck alone yep. and do their own thing. Then eventually he comes back to Earth to presumably a clone of Beth yeah. who's grown up and has a family and is like clearly devastated and shocked to see her dad. Yep. And you're like, the fuck has been going on? Plus we find out that the majority of Mortys are purposefully created to exist so that the Ricks can have a Morty to yeah. abuse or take advantage of or give all the shit to jobs. To act as a human shield. To act as a human shield. And it's like, ha! Huh! Meaning that evil Morty is evil Morty, but, like, I guess that makes you evil as well. Like, all that whole thing yeah. of... It, it, is, it, if it, is it evil to want to get rid of, topple the shitty regime? Yep. That, that means we exist just to, like, service him. Like what is he called? It's like the the universe is just one giant crib for one giant baby. Yep. Not 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 the incest baby. No. <laughs> we don't want to get it confused. That, yeah, <laughs> that doesn't come back this episode. Um, but <laughs> so, so 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 even then, like even more, his original appearance wasn't just like a oh he's off to do some evil stuff. It's no, he was underneath that evil yeah. Rick, and he was treated like shit, and he is now going to try and stop everything from the inside. So the doesn't stop is... him from doing horrible shit, like creating these grown sort of Moloid-esque Mortys that are oh, working yeah. in his mind. And then, like, him murdering so many of them as the Citadel's just, destroying. Yeah, just... Gratuitous mur- murder as well. Yeah, basically just... Um, like, the whole place is going to blow. They're all going to die. Rerouting but... every single Morty and Rick's escape plan to turn it into a murder trap. To, yeah. To further power his big plan, which is to... If the universe is one giant crib for one giant baby leave it yeah which yeah which he does he does yeah he fucks right off into the beyond like he's just gone and it's like all right enters the further multiverse brings his eye patch back too just in time yeah, just to help help patch. us differentiate at <laughs> the last second and then we get an in- actually incredibly poignant tag from mr poopy butthole jesus about yeah the brevity of life yeah <laughs> Which in itself was like a homage to like the series three uh, like, tag as well. So like series three ended with just like him or something. Yeah, it was like, oh, we're doing this again. Him in his little shitty apartment, not having a great time. And it ju- it's just <laughs> you get this this poignant message about the about the, the the importance and brevity of your time on Earth delivered by Mister Poopy Butthole. <laughs> and if that doesn't sum up Rick and Morty, I don't know what does. Ooh-wee. 
Um, love him. I, I really enjoyed it. And I, I again, I saw the online discourse was sort of a, a complete split divide between people who loved what? it or people who thought it was... The was online no, discourse? You know what I mean? There was no one who was like, oh, that was fine. It was like, oh, I just... I hated that. That was awful, I and was I loved strong. it. And and that that was in our house. Lucy and yeah. I watched it, and then immediately afterwards, Lou was like, "I didn't get that. I thought it was really shit." Uh, and I was like, "Oh, oh, okay." Keeps and I, I really liked it. both dug it quite a bit. We thought it was a really strong piece of writing. A really, I like how self-aware they are without being smug, and I do like that they consistently flip the bird to the most toxic parts of their audience in the show. Oh, I enjoy that a lot. I yeah. love that. Um, but I do wonder, though, like, just based off of the, the opposing reactions and everything, like how Lou and I felt, like, uh, is it dangerous when they dive back into continuity? Um, and is that because they they distance themselves from it so much no, that because I you think, kind of learn to not care anymore? I think they're so blasé with their continuity mm-hmm. that if they go back to it... And they don't follow it strictly. Mm. It doesn't matter. No, ultimately. Because as long as they're creating yeah. a funny sci-fi show with weird, gory, stupid, like, baseline jokes, then... Continuity only matters in so much as it services the story that you're telling. Yeah. In long-form stories. As long as it's not, like... As long as it doesn't break the world... Yeah. You're fine. Do you hear that? People who keep complaining about the timeless children... Over a year and a half later, you had to bring it up, didn't you? Didn't break. Just let it go. But it doesn't break it. You can like it or dislike it, but it doesn't break it. it Nothing's broken. It. But Hardwell's the first Doctor. The Doctor doesn't go around calling themselves the first Doctor. You fucking idiots. Uh, That's what we, the fans, refer to the characters sorry, as. I just want to differentiate just which one it is. I think I left it in here somewhere. Oh, he's just uh, he's yeah, having a little search. He's having uh, a little rummage. Yeah. Oh no! 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 I have no fucks left to give. <laughs> But what about action plans in case a zombie invasion happens? I continue to not love what if. Do you want to learn something that might shock you? What? This was hands down my least favourite episode. Yeah. It was I, just... I liked it. I liked it enough. It felt like half a story. Yes. And yes, not, and, and not a particularly good half of a particularly good story. And <laughs> so that, that's the thing. It's I I think the better story. I get why it was told the way it was told because there is something to be said about how powerful that image is of Hulk being sent back to Earth, the events of Infinity War happening. Yeah, and arriving on Earth, and arriving on Earth, and like the the worst thing ever is coming to find out that something has already happened to Earth. Yeah, like I don't hate that's, that. That's it's a, a good idea. It's a good setup, but I think the better story would have been. Zombie plot, zombie movie plot unfolding chronologically from the Ant Man and the Wasp beginning of it all. Yeah, because I want to see how that world gets overridden. I want to see how said, it gets the screwed Marvel over. Zombies was really solid without having that. It wasn't until we well, went back and did Dead Days. Yeah, and and the Army of Darkness yeah. tie in and everything. But the, what's interesting about the original Marvel Marvel Zombies concept is it's from the POV of the zombies. Yeah, like, Magne- that is Magneto's true. your main character for three pages. Yeah, they didn't do they didn't do the sentient zombies in this. Yeah, these was, these are zombie we, zombies. Yes, they're not we, they're not the Marvel zombies. What we know. for more information on that, go listen to our Halloween episode from last year where we yeah. talk about uh, horror comics. But it's like inherently less interesting, I think. Yeah, because because again, that's why that concept in the comics is fun because they first appear in in Ultimate Fantastic Four. Yeah, and it, you were reading that and you think that 
Reed has somehow ended up getting into interdimensional contact with the main Fantastic Four. That they look like the sixties one. They're very classical. Yep. You're like, oh shit! They're gonna cross over these universes. They said they were never gonna do that. And then they come over, and someone pops through their from their side to that one, and is like, uh, wait a minute, this world's completely destroyed, and uh, those people eating other people. Yes. Oh shit! And that's when you realise that it's all part of some technology that the FF from that universe are using to look fine, so they can find a new universe to begin feasting in. As and the only reason they do it, fine. fine. Well, you say that, but all the covers for FF Ultimate FF were drawn by Greg Land. So Jesus even when there are zombies, even when there are zombie, they look like a porn star. Porn star it's ridiculous. Cool. Cool. Um, cool. You joke about that, but there is a totally horror concept that would work in there. It's like it's probably been done probs um anyway it, you had an idea oh it's been done it's been done, it's been done. uh you say that after this i'll tell you about a thing of brainstormers with mates yesterday Fantastic. london which which would act as a double bill with your movie about the cannibal baby oh brilliant uh seriously we've got we okay. have a series but uh okay. <laughs> i'm not saying it on mic because it's that much of a good idea like the uh, like the you elaborated version of cannibal baby that we are not going to talk about it on you podcast. can't let it you can't let can't it put escape it out the into ether. the ether. It's not happening. It's not happening, you no. bastards. So, um, but yes, yeah, so, so uh, that's what's interesting about the universe is the zombies are intelligent. It's sort of a sentient virus that... A Cyrus. After the hunger is, is abated, after they've eaten, yeah. and it's quashed, they start to come back to their senses. But a lot of them are now like, right, we've not got long for hunger again, so what are we eating now? And it's like, oh, yeah. okay. Whereas some of them mostly the ones who deal with a lot of guilt like spider-man are attacked by their conscience once the hunger's gone away and like are horrified by what they've done in the name of just eating um i didn't think that we were going to get that with this i know going in based mm. on the trailer i was like yeah i mean for christ's sake in this they're blue like that's a romero nod right there in the yeah. first place they're going to be shambling corpses and and i just yeah I think part of its failings this week... Again, plot summary for those who didn't see it, but I'll fuss about spoilers, which we'll give you a spoiler warning properly for in a moment. Yeah. Um, the Hulk is sent back to Earth uh, by the Rainbow Bridge, by um, by uh, Heimdall, to go and warn them of Thanos' arrival, like at the beginning of Infinity War. But Banner arrives, there's no one in the Sanctum Sanctorum, he's looking up at that hole, and there's no one looking down at him. He goes and puts on some long spare clothes and goes wandering in the streets. That's when um, you get Ebony Moore and Cull Obsidian arriving. Rejoice, yep. for you will be... And then they're attacked through a portal by Doctor Strange, Wong and Iron Man. Thing is... Yeah. Doctor Strange, Wong and Iron Man... They've not been alive for a while. No. They seem better days. Yeah. Dead day. That's the comment is. Uh, point is I hate you. zombies happen thank you i hate me too uh zombies are happening and bruce banner gets sort of scooped up into a team of surviving heroes and their plan to potentially find a cure based off of what they know of the research at a shield base in new jersey yes that shield base which is nice because there's a scene in there in the underground bit where you sort of look at the technology that the yeah. characters set up there's using you're like that was not like the monitor Zola was saved yep. into. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Like there, obviously, there's obviously nothing evil going on with yeah. it now. But it's like, of course, he reused all the tech that's down what here. Is there? Whoa! Um, and it's zombies, and there are a group of surviving characters, and I think 
every voice actor reprises anyone who's got major speaking lines reprises their role for better or worse. Bar Tom Holland. Yeah. But the actor playing Spidey, I think, does a really so good job. Yeah. Did you just fart? Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to take a bathroom pause in a sec. Are you zombie uh, infected? I am zombie infected. Are we at that point? I'm very, I'm very, uh, I'm very there. Oh, God. Let me double check on these voice actors and then we'll take a quick break. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, God. I'm so sorry. Um, I apologise for a damn thing, you beautiful baby boy. You've had a long day. I've had a long day. <laughs> um, this bit's staying in. This bit's absolutely staying in. I want people to know why we sound different. No, you should. You should. That's um, taking a fuckwart. I'm taking a fuckwart. Uh... <laughs> Yes, let me just look up the voice cast for this. <laughs> what if zombies? Yeah, don't don't read any of them out just yet because we'll do that in the spoilers. But, uh, but as um... far as I can see, yes, everyone is present and correct. Rising their roles apart from well, it's not Chris Evans or Steve Rogers. But he doesn't really have any lines. He just groans. Yeah, but that, that's and um, also Josh it, Keaton does provide the lines in the previous yeah. one. But yeah, it's not it's not Tom Holland for Spider Man. It is. Uh, Hudson Thames. Who does a really good job. Very good job. Like, a, to the point where I knew it wasn't Holland, but then began to doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, that's a really good Tom Holland. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, yeah, uh, a group of survivors. Trek. Uh, interesting ways to be murdered by or murder a bunch of zombies. Some of them pretty unique and fun. Really lean into the idea that these are zombies with superpowers. Yeah. Let's do something with that. Because even in Marvel Zombies, they don't really use their superpowers so no, much. No, that's true. Because they, they, they are the only sort of species really yeah. left on the planet at that point. There's no need to do any of that. But I will you get like say, the upper half of Iron Man flying yeah. around using his, 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 his the repulses in his hands. I will example. say, though, I don't think it goes far enough. And I'll tell you for how and I'll tell you for why. After we've had a little quick break. Oh, in the meantime, listen to this gap of about two seconds. Yes, do it. Spoiler, 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 spoilers! First spoiler, match go back from the bathroom. Yes. Um, Second spoiler. Uh, the, uh, why didn't this work? Ba, um, ba, ba. Because I understand it can't be completely violent the way zombie zombie media normally is. And I think they push it as far as they can. Oh, I yeah, think... by making the blood green helps. Yeah. Like, they... I, I mean... In fairness, like Falcon is ripped in half. Falcon gets vertically bisected. <clears throat> um, Sharon Carter has exploded from the inside. Yeah. Cap is horizontally bisected by yeah. the shield. Like it, it's um, not like people don't die. I mean, doesn't Cap? Uh, doesn't Iron Man get his head cut off? Yeah, I believe so. So it's no Wong. Wong gets his head cut off. What was to Iron Man? Is his head blown up? I can't remember I can't now. Remember. Like, but but you know, people. People definitely die in horrendous ways in this. Yes. Um, there well, is body horror. The actual zombie eating happens off screen. Yeah. And they turn very quickly. Yeah. It also sort of suffers from... And this is a really dumb thing to say. I, I assume people are going to hear this and go, what the fuck are you talking about? But like, it suffers from it expecting you to know how zombies work. Which is kind of lampshaded by Peter as well. Which is lampshaded by Peter and a, a very obvious Zombieland homage. Yeah. But, like, this might be, based on the audience watching it, someone's first zombie story. Yeah. And I know that sounds really dumb. It's like, oh, everyone knows what a zombie is. And it's like, well, you could say that about, like, you know, vampires or whatever. But, like, unless you've actually read or watched a thing with any of these things in before, you only really know what people may have told you or what you've picked <laughs> up from your serial mascots. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it's, it's, you might want to sort of set it up. They don't really, 
It should have been made for an older audience. Yeah. And part of it as well is that every time someone does get attacked, they then come back as a zombie. Which yeah. means that the zombie that attacked them just like bit part of them. Yeah. And then they become a zombie. That's not how it works in zombie stuff. Not everyone turns. Yeah, because they get eaten. Because they get ripped apart and eaten. And and you know, you kinda you kinda need that. Okay, let's 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 not let's not drown it completely. What what stuff did we like before we get Um, into the stuff that really didn't work? I I liked the I liked the assortment of characters because yes. it felt like a big enough mix of Unusual people from the MCU. Yeah, yeah. Like having Kurt um, from the Ant Man movies there was like that's a weird choice, but I also get it because like the guy has technical know how and knows how to do this shit. Yes. He was part of that you know bank robbery robbing crew. Um, like he knows how to figure out locks yeah. and, and 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 infiltrating vehicles and you know changing generators and things like that. Plus, second reason, David uh, Desmolchin has to continue his multiverse comic book supremacy. Yeah, of course. So, animated MCU David Desmolchin yeah. has to be a thing. Um, also... Didn't always look like him, though. I feel like... Yeah, it never feel, looked like him. There's, I, there was, like, one shot where, yeah. based on the lighting, you could tell that the 3D sculpt was on, yeah. but but the cell shade lines didn't quite do it. But mm. it was lit a certain way. It was like, there he is. I can see it now. I felt like the hair was a cop-out. Yeah, his hair maybe. is much bigger in the Ant Man movies. It is like huge, so they just yeah. went for generic quiff. Like, oh, okay, and it did make sense for him to be there in terms of having the virus originate with Hank Pym. Yes, so it was an Ant Man origin. That. Yeah, uh, him and Peter getting on feels very natural. So of course, mm. the two tech nerds would get on with each other. Okoye taking charge. Yeah, uh, Sharon Carter like sort of taking a knee to that, as it were, and being like, Yeah, she knows what she's doing. Point me in the direction. I'll get done what I need to get done. She's an agent of Shield. She, she knows. She, she's efficient. She knows what to do. Well, at this point, she's the um, the power broker. Well, that's where the continuity thing gets muddy, isn't it? Because like she wouldn't be yet. Oh no, because that she w- she wouldn't be yet, but she snap. also wouldn't be an agent of Shield at this point. No, she'd be a fugitive, but not that it matters in the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Uh, Jan, uh, not Jan. Hope. Hope. Um, like her inclusion works really well and comes up, come, leads to some really creative visual sequences. Yep. And an inevitable, oh god, imagine if she grows giant if she turns. Oh god, she grew giant when she turned, which yep. was again a nice visual because it was like they're gonna get away, and then the giant woman like reaches up and grabs the plane. You're like, yeah, okay, sure, you've up the stakes, nicely done. I love it when they manage to go, oh. and she just lobs a random zombie at the plane. It just goes like, bah, and bounces off the back. Yeah, just like a frustrated giant zombie, like fuck, just throw something at them, and yeah, I thought that was funny. Um, yeah, it's an interesting group. Uh, it's really cool and lovely as always to like see and hear happy. I don't like the writing in this episode, but then they kill him off. So. Yeah, I don't like any of the writing in this episode. Uh, did you like the subplot with the base in New Jersey and Vision? That feels rushed. Was, that feels like yeah. it should. That alone made me go. This should be an hour long episode. Be an hour long, yeah, because it, like I like the idea that he has began to formulate a potential way to stop the virus because he's realised that the will of the Mind Stone keeps them at bay. Yeah, so that's like part one, and then he's experimented on like pay, essentially one of the first like ground zero people, which is Scott Lang. But just his head. Maybe that's all he's able to salvage. Yeah, maybe. Because we're never we're never told like we just know that he's managed to bring him yeah back to life and he's keeping the head alive in this like future armor style container, which pop again we'll get the neg- we'll get to the negative separately but like 
Paul Rudd's going for it, and I appreciate that, despite the fact that tonally and dialogue-wise, none of it really works. It, yeah, none of it. But I like his energy. Though, yeah. I like his energy a lot. Like, when he sees, because I was like, oh, God, at some point he's going to see hope. Yeah. And when he does, and it's the first, like, non-funny bit he gets, and you sort of go, oh, that's... Oh, I wish we could dwell on this a little... No, we're, oh, we're, no. we've got, like, a minute left. Um... People are dying and no time is being taken to deal with it because there isn't time for them to land. I love that we see essentially a warped version of the relationship we all now love because of WandaVision and stuff, which is Wanda got infected, Vision immediately took her to this base as sort of like a place to keep her away from everyone. Yeah. And because he loves... And he's still processing. He doesn't quite understand it exactly. Yeah. He's like, you know, he... Because obviously in the films at this point... They've been on a secret little rendezvous in Edinburgh, like meeting up secretly. Two sides of the Sokovia Accords having a naughty little weekend away. Like, yeah. That was their thing. Where, of course, in this universe, that never happened because before that, the zombie infection kicked around. Because we learn, again, like I, a little nod of continuity. I like the nod that like this happens between Civil War and Infinity War because it's on the Wasp. But, yes. So when the Avengers are sent to the, the West Coast to deal with it in San Francisco... Yeah. Um the team that's there have a mix of their designs because yes. like Black Widow is blonde haired, short bob cut because she's on the run at this point. Steve could have had the beard. Come on guys. He should have given him the beard, but whatever. And it's like, okay, yeah, no, I, I buy that. Like that's an interesting thingy. Um, I, I really like Wanda feeling like she felt like the fight. She felt like the third act. She felt like the boss level. Yeah. It was, Oh, the zombies retained their powers. We've managed to kill strange and Wong. They would have been an issue. But now we've got the lady who's like going to use hex magic yeah. and violent like telekinetic spells to kill everybody. So that felt right. Vision. That when we watched it, I was like, he can't tear the mind stone out of his head. And then I realized, no, he can do. He could always do that. Yeah. Infinity War is about getting it removed from him so that he may continue to live. Yeah. Anyone can tear it off of him. That's what Thanos does. Yeah. So that made sense. Um. Although I feel, I feel a lot of it was just them trying to hit the same. Save your negative. Save your negative. Yeah. Save your negative. Okay. Uh, Spidey, I liked Spidey a lot. I liked that he was the actual kind of heart of this episode. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. But I, I like they, they, they lent on that because Peter Parker, at least this incarnation we've seen, is a very hopeful dude. Yeah. He looks up to the world of all this stuff. So, of course, everyone else can be like, oh, my God, it's hopeless. And he's like, come on, y'all know what to do. Like, you're superheroes. It's We've only got hopeless this. in the second half of the episode. Yeah. Oh, but, like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> got him! God damn it. <laughs> Chucklesome imp. Um, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, it, it makes sense that he would have the more optimistic outlook. Yeah, yeah. Because he already looks up to these people anyway. And he's, if he sees them being down and like all hope is lost, he's like, no, don't be silly. We've got it. Like you, we can do it. We'll make it work. And I loved the, I loved the one obvious homage to Marvel zombies, the comic book <laughs> in the vision was keeping a living specimen yes. of a person to feed bits of to wonder. And it was T'Challa. Yeah. Just like in the original comic book. Made even more grim by the fact that this is a kids show, yeah, and they kept that idea in it. Yeah, I appreciated that a lot because I was like, "Oh, that is going to disturb some children." That was pretty cool. I also like how it ends in a way that all great zombie movies should, which is, "Ah, oh, it's all going to work out." 
they say, not realising that they're two minutes away from the worst possible outcome yeah. ever. Um, and that confused me when, when we watched it at first. I was like, hang on, where's Thanos? What's that about? I don't understand. It, it took me like two days to realise, oh, he's in Wakanda. He's brought the infection back or arrived there and become infected. Yeah, presumably yeah. he's arrived there and become infected. I think he's infected and then gone there. But how has he been infected? I don't think he went to a kind of... Because he's got all the other stones. Yeah, well, that's because um, he would have had no obstacles in obtaining them. That's true. Like, think about his linear story from Infinity War. Oh, hang on. At the start of Infinity War, he takes the Tesseract from Loki. Yeah. So he's got the Power Stone and the Space Stone. Uh, and then the Time Stone and the... What are the ones? Soul Stone. So that the Soul Stone plot can happen. Because mm. uh, he gets the Reality Stone from Tavan Leia. So the only ones that are counted for are the, the Mind Stone and the Soul... Uh, the Mind Stone and the Time Stone. Well, when we see Strange, he's not wearing the cape and he's not got the Eye of Agamotto either. No, that's true. So it's possible that he's obtained the Time Stone a different way or he's obtained it later because it's just like in the Sanctum somewhere Well, he must have obtained it later because... Because then... That's what Ebony Moore and Black and uh, Club City are there for. Because linearly, what happens... Ah, well, maybe... Oh, there it is. There it fucking is. That's the answer. Because I was going to say, chronologically in Infinity War, he then goes to Wakanda to get the final one. Yeah. And that's when he rocks up and just basically walks through everybody trying to do something to him and, you know, uh, kills kills Vision and stuff. Um, so, like, that, that still adds up except the Time Stone. Unless, of course... Uh, Obsidian and Ebony Moore go back fail. to Titan, which is what they're meant to do. They were meant to get hold of the stone and go back. Oh, they don't go back. He goes for it and they get him. True. That's probably the more. Likely. Either way, he's in Wakanda. He's got five of the six stones, and the episode ends on a. You thought Thanos was bad. Mm. What about zombie? And it's like I mean, it's a cool visual. It's not. It's not any more frightening than no. his original plan and concept, really. I mean, what's what's going to happen now? It's going to, like, with its zombie vague... Its vague thought process as a zombie, like, what, make more food with the Infinity Gauntlet? Make or more zombie? Make more zombies? And then and then what? Like, make, what do they eat? Like, it's just... Uh, zombie eat zombie? Yeah, I don't know. It Maybe just, he turns everyone back. Maybe it's a good thing. I, like them, I, I liked them arriving at Wakanda... And you seeing like Wakandans at the edge of the, yeah, of the force field, clearly either panicking or already yeah, turned. I think they're already turned. So like that's a cool idea because then it's the oh shit, and you leave it on that cliffhanger of will they solve it? Maybe. Um, it's also interesting that our final our final girl of the whole thing is Spider Man, Ant Man's head, Black Panther, and Cape. Well, most of Black Panther. Most of Black Panther and Doctor Strange's cape. Yeah. Was there any stuff that any stuff you really liked in it? Any stuff that stood out that made you go, "Oh, that was pretty cool." No, not really. Wow! <laughs> Holy shit! There's not. I don't like hate it, but in terms but of like, you hate it. Did I did I love <laughs> anything about it? No, not really. It was fine. It was rushed. I don't think the writing was particularly good. It was serviceable. I think I don't know if because the dialogue was not great or because some of the actors involved aren't. Let's get into it. Actors. Let's get into it. Which voice then, actors did not? Um, Mark Ruffalo. Shockingly. Ruffalo's an odd one because, like, 
he has a he has a very pleasant to listen to voice. Totally, it's wrong. But it felt like he was playing a comedy. All of them, all of them feel like they're playing more of a comedy than it is. And I mean, there was a lot of levity in there, and there was a lot of one-liners and whatnot in there, and a lot of that could just be down to the fact that again, it is. It is a kids show, it is a family show, and they don't want to completely freak it, it out was the kids. all too funny. Everyone was mm. playing it like a Saturday morning cartoon. Do you think that, was, not do you think that was extra like jarring because last week was a pure horror yes. and played for horror? Yes. It's weird, isn't and it? Last, and the, the quality of the voice acting in last week was so top-notch. Oh, God, everyone across the board last yeah, week was on it. was it. incredible. Yeah, so, like, who worked and who didn't work for you this week? I think I think Evangeline Lilly did a pretty great job Evangeline as Evangeline does as a good Hope. job. I think um, da- Denai Guerrero did a great job as a Koye, albeit in the script she was given, because obviously she was given quite a lot great. of dry, yeah, like, not great. Saki lines, but she's a voice acting. It was like, yep. Yeah, right. uh, the dude who never forgot who fills in for Tom Holland is was pretty good, but again, the dialogue wasn't great. First mention of Uncle Ben in the MCU, though, outright. Yeah, like actual True. Uncle Ben. It's like, wait, what? True. Did he just say the word? I t- as we were watching it, I just sort of stopped and turned to Luke because I had this little reaction of, "Oh shit, mm. there we go." I thought it they happened in to what? Original. Jesus. <laughs> Hey, got it again! But with it came that mention that Aunt May is either dead or a zombie yeah. as well, um, which is horrible. The thought of that—it's horrible for her. Um, um, everyone's protect a Marissa to May at all costs. Folks. Everyone who we don't see is a zombie. Yeah, um, it's, it's assumed that that's the case, considering yeah. how we find everyone. Because like, zombie Iron Man, Wong, and Stranger, really creepy concept. But like. It almost felt like they nerfed the idea of superpowered superpowered zombies because well, all the rest of them that pursue them after that are mostly like tech based or hand to hand combatants. After Hank gets small until Wanda, and starts infecting everyone, what happens to him then? Yeah, again, the the origin the origin concept of this is a fascinating yeah. idea. Like, so the what if? Because that's the thing as well. Like each week there is a thing that's different. Yeah, and you know, last week it was. Christine was with Strange on that fateful drive and she dies in the car crash. Yeah. That's what changed the course of it. And, you know, um, the Captain Carter, like, Peggy didn't go upstairs to the observation deck, so she caught Richard Armitage's little little, little caught, bastard caught um, early and that ended, that started a scuffle that changes how that goes out. Um, this time it was I'm on the Wasp, Hank gets into the Quantum Realm, Finds Jan, but Jana isn't just like, oh, I've been surviving out here. She's been infected by a quantum level virus. Mm. He gets bitten. The zombies seem to possess basic enough intelligence to utilize their skills. Yeah. So he tech, so yeah. he drives back to the lab and attacks and Scott's the first casualty. Although Vision then gets his head, I guess. Yeah. Um so like yeah, and then you see that the reason why all Hank spreads it around San Francisco. I bet he does. And then the Avenger, a made a made up kind of like group of Avengers is sent there to deal with it. Like they all put because they meant there's a throwaway line and they put aside their differences. Yeah. To deal with this, yeah. and you see that Cap gets bitten first because Hank is there. Yeah. <laughs> Super tiny and biting everyone. You're like, oh, cool. So and what then, happens now? And then we never see him again. Yeah. So what? This show's got something against Michael Douglas, man. This show? He's been the villain in two of them. <laughs> what are you, some kind of fucking pervert? Um, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's... 
it just feels like a big old missed opportunity. It's tonally all over the place. The performances don't match the dialogue. The dialogue doesn't match the plot. Um, and they try to explain it, and, and they try they try to make it logistical. Scott's dialogue, he, he explains. He yeah. says like, "Sorry, I, I tend to overly joke when I'm nervous and terrified of what's happening." And you're like, "Cool," but then they keep joking. Yeah. Although I've got to admit, I did chuckle aloud at the Wingardium Leviosa, even though it made no sense. It was just the fact no. that you it, know that the only reason Cape survived it, was because they knew they were going to do a, a head in a jar gag. And they were like, "What if? What if the cape wears it, the head of the jar?" Bounced off me. That's fine. It bounced yeah. right off me. It was. It, it. It's my least favorite of the five we've had so far. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. I think it's the. It. It was doomed from the start. You could make a case for it being actually bad, but I don't think it is. Yeah, yeah. I won't go so far as to say it's it's bad because I don't think on like a technical level and a set like set piece, the choreography and the, the writing scenes. Bad, actually, writing's not great. I've convinced myself the writing's bad. <laughs> the dialogue's bad. The writing's bad. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It, it's it it would have been vastly improved had it lent more into the horror and the despair element of it all. The writing's bad. And just done a flat horror. Feel bad for like because we know that what if can do f- pure horror because it did it last week. Yeah. And it did it really well. Yeah. Um. If you wanted to do a wacky zombie story, you limit it to a much smaller group of characters and you, you kind of tonally contain it in a zombie land, yeah. Shaun of the Dead the kind of way, where the humour comes from the scenarios yeah. and the way certain people react to the scenarios. The stakes Whereas, are too high yeah. for so much of this to be as funny as it is. I mean, yeah. the, the, the whole hearted as it is in a weird way. Like, they lose Happy and Sharon is devastated and Peter is like, we have to keep going, but is clearly shaken by it. Yeah. But then five minutes later, they blow up Sharon from the inside. No one gives a fuck. Like, Hope is going joking about like needing yeah. to clean off. And There's you're like, no time for anything to land. Yeah, it's like if you care about these people, <laughs> which nobody does. Why apparently. are you Why are you joking about it? It's just yeah. Except then Hope gets scratched, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, Hope!" No, and it's like, well, "Hang on, you can't just care for some of them." And not for the others at all. Like, and also, these inconsistent. Everyone's rules. life has got to matter. How everyone's long, life has to matter. How long does it take? Because happy changes happy within like changes. thirty seconds. Yeah. I like Hawkeye, zombie Hawkeye as a concept because even though it's just dude with arrows, it's it's like the only difference is his aim is slightly off because physically he's weaker. Zorkai. Oh god. Hawkby. Hawkeye's on the stalks. Oh no. And like the happy, the happy death was sort of like, kind of disturbing. Ah, but the one that we all want. How dare you! <laughs> I want uh, my death to be death. traumatic, um, for everyone involved, especially me. No. Um, I, I think I, for, to that to that effect, the most effective horror moment in it for me was an unseen one completely. It was Kurt's death. Yes. Wonder just telekinesis pulls him down the hallway and he just vanishes. Well, it's also because Kurt is so terrified. But that Mm. terror terror is also rooted in the 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 Baba Yaga joke, which doesn't quite work. I think it's only... As weird as it sounds, I think that was only in here because A, he kind of gets killed by Baba Yaga. Like he gets killed by a zombie witch. And B... To remind people, oh shit, it's the Ant-Man guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You could have done that earlier. You could have had just like a, a line of dialogue explaining that, too, that right? like, explaining that like, uh, Hope and Kurt are the only two of their like, friend group who survived San Francisco. Yeah. Because then you go, 
Oh right, yeah, the guy from Ant Man. Okay, fair enough. Um, I also I also think having having Bruce be our POV character for just like three minutes and then moving the fuck on was kind of a wasted opportunity because then there would have been more focus. You could have dealt more with like one individual's reaction to the yeah. world around them and what had happened to it. I don't know. I I part of me thinks, as I've said, I think it was doomed from the start because yeah. you can't yeah. you can't do a proper full on zombie movie for kids. No. It can't be done. No. I I I give them props for trying. I give them massive props for the fucking Black Panther like steal from the comics because I'd never in a million years thought they would have included that part of it. And it's always good to hear a little bit of Chadwick Boseman. Who like does a great job yeah. and you know I just yeah. I don't I personally I don't I don't think it's bad telly but it's absolutely for me the weakest episode of the series so far. I think I convinced myself it's bad the more I talk about it the less I like it oh damn uh, quick damn. think about something happy uh, we've got that big Shang-Chi email Shang-Chi email we didn't get to you last week let's fucking read let's that Shang-Chi email let's get let's read it. out the Shang-Chi email say, spoiler alert for the Shang-Chi email since we last got that Shang-Chi email yes, in the title there are two Shang-Chi action figures in this room all, all <laughs> hail the king um Siren emoji contains Shang-Chi spoilers. Siren emoji. I hope that's appropriate warning this time, Matt. That's the title of the email. Who's it from? From James. James, thank you so much. I love it. I love the enthusiasm and the overcaution. Good work. Yeah, because it was James who spoiled um, <laughs> Suicide Club for me. And Matt's uh, convinced himself that you are a bad writer. You're badly written. You're badly written, James. <laughs> no, it's because I was skimming the email and I'm. You're badly written, James. Forward. You're badly written. Um, Next time, James, try to do less humour and more horror. Yes. Okay? Boys. Look, if it makes you feel any better, there's a little Morris action figure there. You can just sort of look oh, at that for a bit. Morris! I'm going to hold him. I'm going to put him on my shoulder while I read this email. He actually has got uh, Morris on his shoulder. Boy, I'm going to scrub him. Boys, <laughs> both Christoph and Matouche. <gasps> Matouche! It's time. <laughs> on Friday, the 3rd, 3rd September 2021 at 11.10, I went to a screening of Chong Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. The film was glorious! Glorious! <laughs> Stellar performances from all. Amazing fight sequences, especially in the first and second acts. I love how much of this film is subtitled. It felt like the first five minutes was exclusively subtitled. Yes, lots of Mandarin in this. Mm. Uh, the language, not the... Um, I think it's Mandarin. Might be, yeah, I think it, I, I'd have to check. Point um, is, the film didn't pussy out. And yeah. it opened with like five minutes of everything is subtitled. Deal with it. And trusted its audience to go, all right, sure, we'll go with it. Everything is Chinese. Um... <laughs> I was surprised how quickly we got into the action after we met Sean, uh, but I guess that had to be after the long prologue featuring the history of when we win the Ten Rings. Abomination didn't say anything but looks very different. Wong is a mysterious man with clearly many interests. <laughs> razor Fist had a Razor Fist. He did. And survived. Looks like he'll be back. Mm, razor Fist may be back. Um, Tony Lung was a compelling villain right to his end with a tragic past I didn't entirely expect. I'm not 100% clear on the timeline of the Ten Rings activity. They were clearly gone for a bit, but when exactly did Fala Chen's character die pre-2008? Are the Ten Rings in Iron Man collect- connected with Wen Wu's group? Are they a splinter faction after he gave the game up? Are they just the beginning of his new growing force? In any case, I didn't expect big soul monsters. It was a bit CG heavy, but there was a dragon and emotion, so I'll forgive it. <laughs> there's a dragon and emotion yeah that every do you know what any superhero movie emotion. that ends with the blue sky beam could be yeah. instantly like made better if it at least contained a dragon and emotion yes this and the Raya <laughs> and the Last Dragon have three things in common emotion 
dragons and Aquafina. Aquafina. Um, <laughs> but in this one, Aquafina is not the dragon. She is in uh, Ryan the Last Dragon. Um, uh, oh no, Morris! Oh no, Morris! Uh, oh, Morris fell! We, we lost Morris! We, we can lost see Morris. Morris! Hey, Morris! Um, hey. Where was I? Love is mockery of the title Mandarin. Take that, Orientalism. Love the heavy connections to All Hail the King. Of course they had to mention Iron Man in the film. Loved Kingsley and Morris. I cried a bit. Yeah, fair. Yeah. I wanted Wenwu to survive, disband the Ten Rings and be accepted into the village. But that's not the story they wanted to tell and continue to tell. Because even though Wenwu is gone, the Ten Rings live on. Oh, and a few unexpected cameos at the end. Bruce is normal again, but still has a sling. You guess no Professor Hulk and She-Hulk? Well, uh, could the ring's rightful owner be returning for them? Oh, and Karaoke Wong, as I said, many interests. Give Simu Liu all the work. Yes. yes. Agreed. Um, he's done his time as a, as a stock photo model. Uh, oh, <laughs> he's been using that so brilliantly last brilliant. week. It's brilliant. Um, oh, by the way. It's like you do one photo shoot in 2014 for $100. You don't expect them to still be using these pictures. But, but here hey, we fucking that's go. That's the world of stock photos for you. Um, <laughs> by the way, I met John Cena this week. Hey! Yes! He was down in London. Yes. Yeah. I was casually working my weekend job in Hyde Park, pedal boats, on the 5th of September when a couple walked onto the jetty. I thought to myself, that guy has muscles and veins big enough to be John Cena. He got closer. (laughs) Oh, he is John Cena. Uh, I started getting them safely onto their boat as with any other quest customer it became too much for me. May I ask you a question? Yes, he replied. Are you Peacemaker? Yes, I am. His panel loved that I asked if he was Peacemaker. I told him I loved the movie and couldn't <laughs> wait for the show. I was looking forward to seeing what they had to present at Fandom. Uh, he knew the date. Then I then when they, well, I then went into work mode. God, I couldn't say that. I then went into work mode and sent them off as normal. That's when I broke down. All excitement spilled forth. I made sure I got them off the boat as well. Told him how I thought Peacemaker would change after the line. Peacemaker, what a joke. How he and James would have broken my heart. His reply, well, hopefully we can build it back up again. Nice. Oh. My, col- my my colleagues and I got a photo with him and before he left I told him how much I admire his maker wish work. He said, you've made my day. John Cena is really kind and like that, he was gone. Oh, and Man-ca- M- Matt Hancock was there that hour too. I considered dunking him in the water, but I couldn't put his two young kids through seeing that. They've suffered enough. <laughs> that was the first hour of work. The rest of the day was long. Like this email. Sorry. James, no. do not apologise. Apologize. And he sent us a photo um, <laughs> of his John Cena time from the guy who put John Cena on a boat that was probably too small for his weight. I mean, James, hang on. We're the same person this time. Is there we go. Up? James and John Cena. Just is that's how James. Uh, oh, James holding John the uh, James holding the oar. Cena. Looks like a spear. Wait a minute. Why? Why is James and all of his colleagues post uh, posing with an empty space? Yeah, I can't see anything. There's nothing there. What are you, James? No, I think wait. James is lying. Wait, it's John Cena. Um, <laughs> if I had two recorders, they'd be in my nose right now. One for the Vine kids. One Thanks for, for that, James. That's what? awesome. Well, we've got... Well, there you go, listeners. Have you met John Cena? The challenge is on. Have you? Go and meet John Cena. Would you even know? The most people to meet John Cena before the end of the year... Winner John Cena. Winner John Cena. We'll ship it out to... We, do you know what? Genuine competition. If you can get a picture with John Cena before the end of the year... Then you and James will receive a John Cena from us in January. I'm not even joking. We'll do it. We'll post them a John Cena. Um, if you want to know how to get involved, go get a photo with John Cena, you sons of bitches. 
uh, and email us bigdamncontact at gmail.com or you can tweet us at bigdamncast you can of course watch live stream gaming filth from the man to my left who's currently holding my baby daughter in his arms and scratching she's her she's not your her. daughter Christopher she's a dog she's my doggy daughter she's not your daughter well you can be the judge of that on twitch.tv slash bigdamstream and if you want to throw some shekels keep the lights on pay for the storage of this podcast get onto the discord be there for when we now because we're we're actually able to find some kind of stability in the near future. Mm. Be nice. Start shipping out some tasty little uh, film and TV commentaries. Uh, Patreon.com slash Big Damn Cast. But until next time... <laughs>